earlier in the show, seems like another day almost, it was so long ago at this point, we talked about weddings and the cost of weddings, uh, which is out of control, craziness. Uh, and that was sort of the, the theme of the conversation. Um, young people that have, you know, you remember that time in your life, right? Where all your friends started to get married and you just got one wedding after another that you need to go to. And, and the cost is not just for the people having the wedding, for people that have to go to the weddings too. It's, it gets out of control. So pe- young people are starting to opt out. It's a bit of a trend almost where people say, I just can't afford it. Sorry. Can't do it. Uh, I hope you have a great day. Um, so let's go to the other end of the spectrum. Uh, from weddings to divorces. We cover it all here on the show. Uh, you've probably heard the stat, right? Half of marriages end in divorce. That overstates it a, a bit. It's more like 40% in Canada. Still, that's a, that's a lot of people. You're talking about thousands and thousands and thousands of Canadians untying the knot every year. And uh, I, I guarantee, I would think, you know a couple or two or 10 that went through hell in the process of getting a divorce. I'm at the age now where divorce is the life event that my friends and family are going through. It used to be marriage, uh, and then it was kids. Now it's divorce. That's what happens at my age. Um, And from what I've seen, it's very, very stressful. Fortunately, I haven't had to deal with it. Uh, It's incredibly expensive, too, and often, and I think perhaps most damaging, it can get really, really nasty. And if there's kids involved, that can be probably the biggest downside to it all. But maybe it doesn't have to be that. Maybe maybe there's a better way of doing things. And there's a lawyer in Edmonton that's offering a new approach that seems to make a lot of sense. In some cases, <laughs> in some cases, it makes no sense. But we'll get into that. We're going to have a conversation now with Melissa Bourgeois, who is an Edmonton-based family lawyer. Melissa, thank you for joining us. I appreciate your time. Well, thank you so much for having me, Shay. Uh, it's an interesting concept. So let's start by establishing you're a veteran of this particular area of law, right? You've been handling family law and divorce cases for a while. Yeah, I have, yeah. Just over a decade of exclusively in family law. Okay, so you came across uh, a unique way of doing it, and it was from the UK? This is something that happens in the UK? Yeah, I was just traveling, and then I came across this idea that they were doing over there and thought, hey, you know what? That could be a natural extension of where divorce law is going. Two people hire one lawyer, they know the fixed costs, and then they're done in six to eight weeks. So, yeah, that's where it kind of started from for me. Sounds pretty interesting. So you decided, okay, maybe it works there, maybe it could work here, but there's a process, right? Like, it took you a while to actually get this to a position where you could actually offer it to clients, right? Yes, that's exactly right. So it took me just over two years, actually, to uh, work with the Law Society of Alberta. Um, You know, there are some current prohibitions for lawyers being able to um, act on behalf of two people. So, you know, there were a few things that we needed to work on, um, a few risks to the public from, you know, the Law Society's perspective, and then, you know, just developing the model and getting it ready for the public. And what is the concern? It's conflict of interest. It's got to be, right? I mean, how can one lawyer represent both sides of an argument? Yes, that's exactly it. And so, you know, the the code kind of takes into account that it's prohibited for lawyers to act for a couple or people who are in an active dispute. And so that's kind of where I started from, because, you know, as someone who's been amicably divorced herself, I thought, well, we weren't actively in a dispute. We weren't fighting. We weren't arguing. We were sad, of course, but we just needed to get this kind of formalized through the legal process. And I found it difficult, even as a family practitioner, um, to file 
my own divorce proceedings. And so, you know, that's what I discovered in the scope of my practice was there's a lot of people who consider themselves amicable, who really want to work together and preserve the relationship that they had and reframe the the one that they're going to have, especially when they want to become co-parents. That's really, really important to people these days. And Melissa, that's the cornerstone of all of this. You're talking about fairly amicable settlements, right? I mean, if you're talking about people that don't see eye to eye, this is a non-starter, isn't it? That's exactly it. Then you do, you know, often need your own advocate and, you know, you need someone to advance your own individual interest. And where this kind of turns it on its head is I don't advocate for either side. My role is to provide impartial legal information and the the clients are actually deciding for themselves what the terms of their legal separation are. But oftentimes they don't know, you know, what is it that we need to decide? What is it that we need to do in order to get this through the legal system? And so what's particular at One Family Law is, you know, we have a parenting plan workbook with a lot of questions that clients don't really know to ask themselves that are setting the foundation for that co-parenting relationship that they really, really want to have. And, you know, having those things decided upon or talked about earlier in the process then allows that foundation to kind of build over time along with the children. I, I guess there's no way of knowing the answer, but I imagine there are some cases, and perhaps you've seen them, where um, the legal squabble, the old way of doing it, the back and forth, the uh, you know, it can get really bitter sometimes. Um, that can be incredibly damaging to, like you say, the co-parenting relationship after. And in the end, it's going to be the kid that suffers from that, right? Yeah, that's exactly it. And I think, you know, maybe for a lot of it, people didn't really understand, you know, what was all going on in the legal process. Certainly the family law has evolved. We've evolved beyond litigation to mediation, collaborative family law. And so I think the one family lawyer model is actually just another natural extension of the evolution of family law. It takes into account people's independence, people's ability to decide for themselves their own intelligence, um, really putting the ball back in their court. Mm -hmm. Here you are making an informed decision. As long as they're informed and they understand the law, then it's really up to them how they want to research structure their family from there. Um, Okay, so let's contrast. The old way of doing it, what would it cost me to go through a divorce uh, and and how long (laughs) might it take me? I guess it, it varies, right? Oh, goodness. I mean, I've had files in my litigation practice that lasted for up to seven years, right? It really, you know, (laughs) it's a really painful process, or it can be, you know, it depends on the level of acrimony. You know, there's a lot of facts at play, of course, but, you know, I think the stats on this are the average person spends about $20,000 each in a contested divorce setting. So when you're considering these days with the financial perils that we're all facing the reality of the world that we live in, I'm finding more and more people are saying, let's band together. And so we give practical advice on how to maximize the property between you or how the income sharing can be split in a way that allows both to meet their household budgets without it being at the price of one or the other, right? And that's really, honestly, fundamentally, a lot of people are really proving that they want something that's fair, they want something that's equal to both of them, and then they're coming out of here, it's beautiful. They come in together sometimes, they leave together, you know, it's just their relationship, the type of relationship relationship that they had has changed. It hasn't ended. And I think that's really where we're, we're seeing this now. It doesn't end because you legally separate, especially right. if you have children. Especially if you have children. You, you, you're stuck. I mean, that's it. That's yeah. the way it is. Um, so when you, when you take a look at this, okay, on the high end, you know, 20K, seven years, what, what's the deal that you offer for people who come through and want to take this approach? 
Yeah, so the one family lawyer model, we are pricing it at $5,000 plus GST. And then there's the filing fee for the government of Alberta that we also process. And that's for the couple combined. Our model has essentially four different steps. So much like, you know, a normal lawyer, we gather all of their financial information, there's assessments that are done, and then we have a, a series of other steps. So it's really, what we're finding is the transparency is what people are really kind of seeking us out for, because they know what our deliverables are, and I know what their deliverables are. So we are at this stage of your process. Thank you. Now it's your turn to do yeah. your homework. We're going to come back. But we don't have to wait for another lawyer to, you know, wondering about their schedule because they're all kind of pre-booked. And so I liken it to, you know, you get a a root canal, you've got that in your calendar and you're like, oh, I don't really want that. That's really kind of, but you get over it and you feel a lot better. And it's the same with this. You see your meeting together with your lawyer. After that, that's your settlement is going to be done. And then we process the documents for you. you. Like You went through the process. It's now something that you're offering. How long have you had it available and how many people have taken you up on it? So, you know, it's we're in the midst of kind of calculating all of this. I really, we launched the one family lawyer model very softly in January. Um, and then, you know, I would say this summer is when the uptick of, you know, the public actually knowing what we're doing over here and seeking us out. So we're probably over the 40 couples um, assisted wow. at this point in time. Yeah, I mean, it's really remarkable. I say there's people in my office that come in and it's a 15 minute divorce because when you're prepared and I have all of the disclosure, I have your, you know, this is how we anticipated that we wanted to deal with this. Is this legal? Is this good? And as long as I can confirm that for sure by the time that they are processing these documents through the court, that the judiciary will apply the law and this is applicable, you know, their deal is is very much aligned with the law, well, then it's really kind of their game from there. So, you know, it's really the mindset that this is, yeah. we're doing this together. We trust each other enough to do this together. doesn't mean it's always sunshine and rainbows. Sometimes it is, and sometimes there's some questions, right? But they're not actively fighting. They're just wanting to get through this system in a way that they can just, you know, coexist peacefully after. Have you ever had to say, listen, I, I love you both and I wish you best, but this is not going to work for you. I mean, you're, you're <laughs> going to have to go hammer and tong and you're going to have to settle this in court? Um, no, not just yet. I mean, thankfully, you know, again, these people are really coming at it with the mindset that they want to go through and, you know, but certainly through our vetting process, there are some, some things as an experienced family lawyer, when I do uh, my intake consultations that I can kind of trigger point if they're suitable for this process or not. I mean, certainly amicable is a really big term. So, you know, you may consider yourself amicable and that's a very different definition. However, if there's in instances where there's a big power imbalance that I note or, you know, then I often send them to either a mediator or a collaborative family lawyer, which again, the mindset is we want to do this outside of court. We want to do this in the most respectful way possible. However, in some instances, people do need their own individual advocate. And that's very important to the justice system um, and particularly, you know, to making sure that people are protected in, in the adequate way as they're navigating through the legal process. Makes perfect sense, uh, Melissa. <laughs> it really does. I mean, thank you be, uh, for being here and walking us through it. I appreciate your time. 